This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. You're listening to Dollars and Cents with Blair Manton from Sands and Associates, helping you get out of debt. I want to mention the website as well, sans-trustee.com. This segment is, what are my debt relief options if I've been bankrupt before? And this is interesting because you're not alone, from what I understand, from reading a little bit about this segment and what it entails, that you aren't alone. There are people who have gone through this before. And uh, Sands has some very solid data on how this can happen more than once and then how they help you through it and the particulars about it too. So Blair, can you start by talking a bit about the common challenges or situations that can trigger a debt problem? And are there similar scenarios that you run into amongst folks that you're working with? Yeah. So one thing I've learned from being a trustee for about 15 years now is a money problem can happen to anybody at any time. And it can often be someone that's doing all the right things, but then there's just significant matters outside of their immediate control that can really put them in a tough financial situation. So every year we study our client base. We ask some really detailed survey questions. Uh, in the most recent study for 2022, uh, the top four out of five causes of debt uh, were what we'd consider outside of an individual control and they were uh, using credit for essential costs of living that income couldn't cover so things just got too expensive and wages didn't keep pace that's one in five people that come to see us for debt help um, the other three of the of the main causes are very clearly outside of someone's control so illness injury or health related problems yes your health care might be covered but what about your income when you have to take time off work what about expenses for therapies that aren't covered a medical ex- expense or a medical incident can really set somebody back financially uh, marital or relationship breakdown this is quite intuitive uh, Breaking down a relationship can be very emotionally traumatic, but it can also be very tough on your finances. Cost to reestablish two single households, um, cost if there's lawyer fees or custody battles or things in play there. And then finally, uh, job-related, a job loss, a layoff, a reduction in income. So we saw during the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of folks that would clearly be working as hard as they possibly could just didn't have any option of doing that. They had their income interrupted, sometimes for months on end, uh, and that put them really behind on on what they needed to do. It's only about one in four people that we work with really identify that, okay, they mismanaged. They said they had an overextension of credit. They had some general financial mismanagement. Management. For the most part, for four out of five people, it's those causes that I've just went through above. And sometimes there's some other ones a little bit outside of the top five, but things like your spousal income had decreased. There's suddenly a lot more money coming into the household. Um, sometimes there's a dependent that needs extra support. That's often elderly parents these days. Or sometimes it's elderly parents who are taking care of adult children uh, who've had income interrupted or some health issues. And then finally, there can be some business failure. Um, of all the folks that go through a bankruptcy or a proposal, as you mentioned, Elaine, there are some people that have to use this remedy more than once, and sometimes it can be for completely different reasons. The most recent statistics from my regulator, the superintendent of bankruptcy, said that in 2021, about 21% of consumers who filed bankruptcy or made a consumer proposal had filed a previous bankruptcy before that second time. Wow. That's quite significant, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. 
It wow. is. And, you know, in some cases, you know, it was a, a bankruptcy in the late 70s, or early 80s, because interest rates were crazy. Um, and now the person is retired and having health concerns. So it can be some Got very it. different circumstances. Uh, but certainly, there are a proportion of people that have to use the system more than once. Um, and again, the system is, is designed to allow for that. We're going to talk a bit more about that. Yeah. So what are some of the signs that you that, that's very clear that it's time for you to sit down with a uh, licensed insolvency trustee? Uh, what are those signs, Blair, and how can they help? Well, it can be difficult to know that you really need help. And sometimes even if you've been through a previous bankruptcy, the warning signs the second time around might be completely different. The first one might be completely a real estate driven. Uh, the second one might be a health issue. But there are a couple things that really hold true um, that when you're in a money problem, um, it really can be all consuming. So the idea of overwhelming stress of constantly thinking about your debt um, in today's day and age, only making minimum payments on your credit cards, that's quite a big warning sign. Um, even just a few thousand dollars of debt can be decades to pay off just at minimum payments. Uh, if you're relying on credit to make up the gap between your household income and your monthly living expenses every month, a little bit more goes on to the debt and nothing is getting paid down. Um, sometimes if you've been reaching out for a consolidation loan, you've been turned down, um, that's a big warning sign that, okay, you know, things are probably not good if you're seeking to consolidate your debt and the lender is saying, well, you know, that's a little bit too risky. And there's some pretty obvious ones, either threats or maybe already occurring collections, court actions, wage seizures or account balance seizures. Uh, the simple way to say it is if you think you have a debt problem, if it's really on your mind, you probably do. You'd probably really benefit from getting some advice. It's certainly not a foregone conclusion that if you filed bankruptcy once, you have to do that again. For the vast majority of cases, they're able to avoid a second bankruptcy. But as with everything, if you reach out early enough, you have more more options than if you reach out at the 11th hour. Now, if you're one of those people that, that Blair literally uh, sort of mentioned, if you think you have a debt problem, you likely do. This is the phone number, 1-800-661-3030, to reach out from somebody at Sands & Associates. And it's not about you knowing, going in the door, this is what I have to do. I have to file for bankruptcy or I have to do a consumer proposal. It's It can be, this is my situation. What do you think? Is there? Have you got some options for me? Can you assist me in some way, support me in some way? This is the kind of people that you're dealing with at Sands & Associates. So, Blair, let's talk. Oh, I want to mention the phone number again, 1-800-661-3030 or their website, sands-trustee.com. So can you talk a little bit about how a second bankruptcy would work for folks? Well, certainly. So in Canada, the bankruptcy proceeding, it's pretty private. Uh, it's quite straightforward. And in most cases, people keep all of their assets. So what happens when you file for bankruptcy is you get forgiveness for virtually all of your debts. So it includes credit cards, overdrafts, amounts owing to the government for tax debt, uh, even ICBC debt, payday loans, student loans, essentially you name it, uh, everything outside of you know child support, spousal support, all other debts can be included in a bankruptcy. What happens when you're in the bankruptcy proceeding is you're protected. Your assets and your income that might be vulnerable to creditors outside of a bankruptcy, all of those things gain protection while you're under the supervision of a trustee. Uh, you stop the debt stress and you really focus on getting a financial fresh start from the never-ending debt payments. 
Uh, what happens when you're in a bankruptcy, you have to complete a few main duties. Now, the, the most important ones are every month you're in a bankruptcy, you complete a monthly budget. You have to submit to the trustee to show how much income is coming into the household and where that money is going. So part of bankruptcy is financial rehabilitation. One of the best tools is just to do monthly budgeting that you have to attest to and say, yep, this is my income and here's where it goes. Uh, you have to attend two private financial credit counseling sessions, one-on-one -on -one sessions, not a group session, really focused on your situation where we're going to talk to you about rebuilding your credit, setting that budget, life after the bankruptcy is done. And then a couple other little things like giving the tax documents when it's time to file taxes, you know, answering the phone if the trustee calls, asking questions about a certain thing on your budget, but relatively straightforward. The big difference if it's not a first bankruptcy is that a second bankruptcy takes longer to complete, uh, costs you a little bit more, uh, and it is on your credit for a longer period of time. So a lot of folks, they do find a second bankruptcy. It's worth seeing what the alternatives are to try to avoid it. But if you have to go through a second bankruptcy, uh, what happens is if you're considered low income, you remain in the state of bankruptcy for 24 months. If you're not considered low income, you remain in the state of bankruptcy for 36 months. Each of those scenarios are about 15 months longer than if it was a first bankruptcy. So a first bankruptcy if someone is low income is just nine months, second bankruptcy is 24 months. Um, and then the cost of a second bankruptcy, they are increased because the duration is longer. So a first bankruptcy is normally about $2,300 uh, payable over nine months. Uh, a second bankruptcy uh, is more than double that cost. So it's usually around $7,200 uh, payable at about $300 per month. Uh, one of the biggest factors of why people try to avoid a second bankruptcy, and not just because you'll be in there for at least two or three years, but it's also the credit rating impact. It's significantly more punitive than a first-time bankruptcy. After you finish a second bankruptcy, there's 14 years of credit history impact. It doesn't fall off for 14 years after it's done, so at least two to three years to complete it, plus 14 years, um, and that's significantly more than just a first-time bankruptcy, which is six years of credit impact after it's done. So it's a big difference uh, doing the second time versus the first time. And the thing that you love to talk about is the consumer proposal. And, uh, and I know, just because I know what this segment's all about, that that's often the best next option for a second, for a second bank, or not a second bankruptcy, but a second time around the block mm -hmm. to do things differently using a consumer proposal. Let's talk about that in our last couple of minutes. Yeah, exactly. So a consumer proposal is the most powerful means of consolidating your debt, reducing it down to what you can afford and helping you avoid a bankruptcy. And a lot of folks I deal with, they say, well, if this proposal thing existed 20 years ago, I wouldn't have filed a bankruptcy in the first place because this proposal was exactly what I needed. So in some cases, a proposal might even cost you less than a bankruptcy, not in every case, but in some cases, the way a proposal works is all of the debt is consolidated together. Um, you calculate uh, with the trustee, of course, how much you're actually able to to afford to repay on the debt. Sometimes it's in the range of 20 or 30% of the total amount. You don't pay anything extra above and beyond the proposal payment. Um, all the costs of administrations are included. You still receive the same great two financial counseling sessions. Um, and what's even more important for a lot of folks too, is it's over and done with on the credit report much more quickly. So a consumer proposal, and it could even be a second consumer proposal, there's not a limit on these. It only lasts for a maximum 
minimum of six years from the day that you sign it or one year from when it's paid off. So if a proposal was for five years, literally a year after you're done making your payments, it's gone off your credit history like it never happened. So it's a less severe means of dealing with your debt. And for a lot of folks who filed a first time bankruptcy, they come into our office thinking that a second bankruptcy is their only option. And they're just overjoyed to find, hey, a consumer proposal can be a better way for them to move forward. Uh, And I think it's really important just to remind folks that a consumer proposal is only can only be attained through a licensed insolvency trustee. No one else can facilitate that for you. Oh, that's right. And sometimes if you start looking online, you'll see, oh, there's this government program and government debt repayment. Those don't mean anything. There are no government debt programs other than a consumer proposal. And if someone is saying you need to pay an upfront fee, you need to pay to get connected to a trustee, they are a middleman or a middle person who's just trying to take money for providing no value. Cost you nothing to meet with a trustee to figure out about this option. A trustee is the only person that can file this. So it's always in your best interest to deal directly with the trustee right from the start. Yeah. So if if this is the time to get confidential debt advice from a non-judgmental expert who actually cares and is and is able to facilitate this for you, book your free consultation with a local Sands and Associates licensed insolvency trustee today. You can do that easily with their phone number. It's 1-800-661-3030. Or you can visit the website sands-trustee.com and you can make appointments seven days a week. You're listening to Dollars and Cents with Blair Manton from Sands & Associates, helping you get out of debt. We're going to talk about consumer proposal essentials. So we're going to learn about what a consumer proposal is and some key facts about them. Uh, Consumer proposals are a very powerful solution that you can use to consolidate and cut debt and with their very unique legal standing. They're also Canada's number one alternative to personal bankruptcy. So Blair is going to explain what a consumer proposal is and who could potentially consider using one to manage the debt. So great, Blair, what's, what are the things that people need to know first off if they haven't heard about a consumer proposal? Yeah, I'm thrilled to be able to go through in detail about a consumer proposal. I've been a trustee for 14 years now, and I know that consumers are better informed than ever before. Previously, you know, people had no idea about a proposal. Now, still a lot of folks are coming in with a bit of an idea. Um, But for today, if anyone has never heard that term before, or maybe just has, you know, a a bit of a a surface level understanding of it, we're going to go through the detail here. A consumer proposal is one of the best ways people can consolidate their debt. It's a legal debt solution, allows you to combine all the debt together into a single payment and cut that debt down to what you can actually afford without having to do any borrowing, without having to qualify, without having to put up any assets as collateral, you're going to repay the portion of your consolidated debt that you can afford with one simple monthly payment. So if someone is sitting there with a debt problem and is thinking, okay, I've got a lot of debt right now and I want to be out of debt in five years, you know, one quick uh, calculation we ask people to do is, okay, take the amount of debt that you have and divide that by 60. What does that payment look like? Because if every, if all the interest were stopped and you had to get out of debt in five years, what would that payment look like? Well, with a consumer proposal, take that payment and reduce it by half. 
or sometimes reduce it by up to 80%. That type of interest-free debt reduction is possible with a consumer proposal debt consolidation. So we work with a licensed insolvency trustee and only a licensed insolvency trustee can help you with a consumer proposal to repay the amount of the debt that you can afford and your creditors agree to write off the unpaid balance in full settlement of your accounts. So it might sound too good to be true, but I can tell you upwards of 85% of people that come to see us at Sands and Associates each month now are choosing to file consumer proposals. And those proposals are almost always accepted by creditors. Up to 99% of the time, creditors will accept a consumer proposal. There's very few qualifiers to do a consumer proposal. And because they're so flexible, it makes them a top choice in many different situations. So in terms of what you need to qualify to do a proposal, you have to own more than $1,000 and less than $250,000, excluding your, your mortgage on your principal residence. And if it's a joint proposal, meaning perhaps a husband and a wife are going to be doing a proposal together, that threshold is up to $500,000. So there are very few people who have unsecured debt approaching anywhere near that. So no matter how severe your situation might seem, a consumer proposal is a worthy option to consider, even if it's up to a quarter of a million dollars in debt just for yourself. Uh, $1,000 is the minimum to do a proposal. And I can tell you, nobody files a proposal for just $1,000 in debt. But sometimes people do file proposals for $5,000 in debt that's owed to high interest payday loan companies, because they know if they don't do that, well, next month, you know, it's going to be higher. And the year after that, it may have doubled just based on interest. So a proposal can be tailored to unique situations. Um, there's no income cap, no asset restrictions. And as I mentioned, no credit check required. So whatever your situation is, is a consumer proposal is based on your ability to pay. It's not based on you having to jump through hoops and having a perfect credit rating. A lot of people do have perfect credit ratings when they do a proposal. They're making all of their payments, but they know that they're just never going to pay off their debt, or they could have been delinquent on their debts for many months. It really doesn't matter in a proposal because you're not doing any borrowing. Um, and what's important too is if someone has tried to consolidate their debts uh, through their bank, they're often asked, okay, if we're going to give you this consolidation loan, you know, we want a cosigner or we want you to pledge an asset as collateral so that if you don't pay, uh, the bank can make sure that they've got some recourse. That is never a situation in a consumer proposal. You don't need a cosigner. You don't need to, to pledge assets. Uh, it really is the most powerful debt resolution option that you may never have heard of. And I just want to throw in too, uh, often the, I know there's concerns about when you're in a, in a partnership with somebody and I'm in debt, but my partner isn't, it, you really do this on an individual basis. And I, I just, it, that's correct, right? Yeah, there's nothing that would compel one spouse to file a proposal just because the other spouse did. There's nothing that automatically makes debts joint after a, a being married or cohabitating for a period of time. We've talked about that a lot on the show, Elaine. I'm sure we'll talk again in the future, but that's a common misconception. But it's yeah. certainly possible for uh, one partner in a romantic relationship. If all the debts and assets are separate, one person can do a, a remedy like a proposal and literally have zero impact on the other person's credit, assets, debt, or income. It doesn't impact kids, spouses, family members, only somebody who is already on your debts would you have to consider. And we would never encourage you to suddenly get co-signers involved if they're not already there. Just definitely don't enlarge the problem.
Yeah, excellent. Okay. And so if, if you've been listening to this and you already know, okay, now I need to take some action because I'm not sure about my situation. I'm not sure about the details. I just actually don't know what to do. So the one, the number is 1-800-661-3030. Sands and Associates has offices literally all over British Columbia. So if you, you know, if you think or know that this is worth exploring further and you want to talk to somebody about it, that's the phone number. 1-800-661-3030. Also, their website, sans-trustee.com. You can access offices through their website as well. Um, what are some of the other advantages of a consumer proposal that can make them so appealing, uh, such a good option for many different kinds of people? Well, you can use a consumer proposal to consolidate virtually all types of debts, which is way more powerful than any other informal debt option that might be out there, like working with a credit counselor, for example. So a proposal can cover common consumer debts like credit cards, overdrafts, lines of credit, payday loans. Um, you know, those are pretty typical, but a lot of people don't understand any amounts that you owe to the government, things like outstanding income taxes, maybe it's a CERB overpayment at this point, student loans, um, even ICBC debt. Um, all of that can be compromised and dealt with in a consumer proposal, which is quite surprising for people. Other than filing for personal bankruptcy or making an arrangement to pay off your government debt in full, a consumer proposal is the only method of debt reduction that the government will ever accept in order to to forgive your debts and when you file a consumer proposal it doesn't restrict you from accessing government benefits in the past so just because you have a serve overpayment now it doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to get your Canada child benefit in the future or anything else that you're entitled to from the government what you get when you file a consumer proposal is you get protection from your creditors and that includes the government as well so it stops CRA from being able to seize your bank account um, to start to, to garnish your wages or work with your employer every creditor is put on equal footing when you do a consumer proposal, um, including the government. You know, another big example or big advantage other than they can cover just about every debt is that you're repaying your debt without interest charges. So what happens when you file a proposal is legally everything gets frozen. So a lot of the times people just feel hopeless. The debts are running away from them at 25, 30% or even more interest on an annual basis. They're making their minimum payments, but they're just not getting ahead. When you file a proposal, that interest is halted automatically. And that's a benefit that happens the day you sign the proposal without any negotiation or haggling. Uh, I think the final point of, of advantage here, and, and there are many, um, is it's going to be the lowest monthly payment of any of your consolidation options. So even working with a credit counselor, the best you can typically get is an interest freeze, but you have to pay all the debts back in full. With a consumer, when you do a, a consolidation loan, for example, you're not getting an interest freeze. You're hopefully getting a lower interest rate to save you a bit of money, but you're still paying the debt back in full. When you do a consumer proposal, you're paying back what you can afford. And it's not unheard of that people are paying back 20 cents on the dollar, 25 cents, 15 cents. You know, just that proportion that's going to allow you to live without undue hardship. That's what you're asked to pay back in a consumer proposal. And the terms are flexible. It's not the never, never plan. You'll be paying this for 10, 15, or 20 years. And if you look at your credit card statements, you might see you'll be paying your minimum payments for decades. Uh, in a consumer proposal, the maximum term is five years, and you can pay it off sooner at any point without any penalty. If things improve, and they often do once people are out from under the stress of debt, you can make extra payments to pay off that partial settlement sooner and then just move on with your life. Excellent. Um, in the remaining time, we've got about three minutes or so, Blair. So I know that there's other key facts about why proposals um, 
how they work and why you think, uh, are, you know, just that are really important to highlight for folks. Mm -hmm. And I think the number one thing, and we've mentioned it already, or we also, we often mention it at least once a segment even, is that you have to talk to a licensed insolvency trustee in order mm -hmm. to do a consumer proposal. You cannot listen or buy into anybody else other than an LIT, uh, to do this kind of work. Exactly. It's not something you can do on your own. You can imagine the response you would get if you phone up the big bank that you owe money to and say, hey, how's 15 cents on the dollar payable over five years with no interest? You know, I might hear the, the laughter from here, unfortunately. They're just not going to be interested in that. And there's no other professional other than an LIT that can help you. So if you see some advertisements that look like they're, they're advertising a consumer proposal, your first question to them should be, are you a licensed insolvency trustee? And if they're not, know that you are at risk of being scammed, of paying money that you don't need to pay and eventually just getting introduced to a trustee but probably after at least a few months of additional payments additional stress that you just don't don't need to go through uh, you know consumer debt management it's an area of expertise it's got a lot of complexity to it uh, and even accountants or financial planners they don't always know the ins and outs so you do have to be careful about where you're getting advice from and if you take nothing else away just understand that a licensed insolvency trustee is the person that can file a proposal not anybody else in their stead and not something you can do on your own. And the great thing about working with an insolvency trustee is you don't need to pay anything to have a consultation, whatever it takes to help you understand before you commit to any pro process, you're not going to be out of pocket a single dime and everything is transparent. You're going to see exactly uh, what the proposal will do for you, um, how the fees work, and they're generally deducted from what you're offering to your creditors. So you're not bearing any extra cost of doing a proposal. It's all supervised through a government tariff. Uh, I think the final thing to leave people with is a lot of people think, well, what are we not mentioning? What's the catch here? It must destroy my credit rating. And it really doesn't. There is an impact to your credit rating, but it's short term. A proposal drops off your credit rating just as like it never happened. Uh, the earlier of three years from you pay it off or six years from the day that you sign it. So it's not as severe as a bankruptcy. And it's something if it's a five year proposal, literally a year after you're done paying it, it's gone. And you can be rebuilding your credit at any point. You can start with a secured credit card, you know, start paying all the bills all on time forever. And you will be in a much better shape after doing a proposal than you would be if you just hunkered down, tried to preserve your credit rating and just paid minimum payments forever. The key is to talk to people who actually know how to do all of these things and have the authority to do them. Remember, a licensed insolvency trustee is federally regulated. The phone number to get a hold of someone from Sands & Associates anywhere in British Columbia, 1-800-661-3030. Or you can also go to their website, sands-trustee.com. You're listening to Dollars and Cents with Blair Manton from Sands & Associates, helping you get out of debt. They say life and credit go on even after a debt problem. We're going to learn about credit history and scores after finishing a consumer proposal or getting out of personal bankruptcy in this segment. Lots of folks struggle with a debt problem, uh, with a debt problem, debt worry, uh, in the long term, even permanent impact to their credit rating. And I know people pay attention to those credit ratings. But Sands & Associates President Blair Man Manton explains that with the right steps and solutions, you can clear your debt and establish a good credit history. So Blair, can you start by explaining a bit about the support and solutions that a licensed insolvency trustee gives folks in helping them manage their debt? 
Yeah, well, one of the things about debt is if you don't take action, a debt problem doesn't resolve itself. It just continues to almost always get worse. The interest just stacks upon interest. You get more and more despondent and, and depressed and feel hopeless about it. But the benefit of working with a licensed insolvency trustee is you're no longer alone. You've got someone that's going to help you face these challenges and find a way forward. You know, in simple terms, an LIT, a licensed insolvency trustee, is here to help you get out of debt. So when you deal with an LIT, you're dealing with Canada's only endorsed, regulated, and qualified debt help professional. And our job is to help people make informed decisions about their financial situation. Uh, we help with a range of needs. They might include, and not just limited to this, but uh, could be just given some general advice on what your options are for dealing with your debt or with a certain creditor. Uh, for a lot of folks, it's a quick phone call, maybe for them or for on somebody else's behalf. Uh, maybe you're worried about some collections that's going on or some legal action that's been taken by a creditor. A trustee can give you the straight goods on what's real versus what's just a threat. What do you have to pay attention to uh, versus what's you know not worth the paper it's printed on and everything like that happens every day. Uh, you wouldn't believe some of the threats people get they don't need to be concerned about. Conversely, other people get sued and sometimes they don't pay attention to it until it's too late. Uh, if you're having trouble paying off your debt and you can't afford much more than the minimum payments, a trustee can show you what the legal options are to help you move forward. Uh, and if you're looking for a solution to consolidate your debt, you're finding, okay, too many payments, too many different days, too many different rates of interest, a trustee can help you consolidate, simplify your finances, and get you on a roadmap to being debt-free. Because sometimes it can feel like you make all of your minimum payments and you look at your statements and you're still looking at, you know, the 30 or 40 year plan to pay down what doesn't seem like a very high balance. Uh, what about 90% of people that see a trustee in the province of BC, what they choose to do is to file a consumer proposal where their debts are reduced sometimes down to as little as 20%, maybe 30% of the total balance. Um, that's called a consumer proposal. And we talk about that in a lot of depth on this show. Um, what's great about working with a trustee is regardless of whether you choose a bankruptcy or a proposal, your debts get frozen. The interest stops. You stop having these goalposts that are constantly moving away from you. Um, and you really get a plan that's going to get you out of debt. It's that fresh start. Um, that's what really gratifies me and, and my team is just knowing that from when people meet us, uh, we're able to put them on a good plan that's going to get them out from under this burden of debt uh, probably quicker than they thought they could do so. How long does it usually take for somebody uh, to be eligible to get a mortgage or a credit card after they've declared bankruptcy, Blair? Well, this surprises people because a lot of people, and sometimes I'll even read, you know, newspaper articles where I just want to write, you know, a, a stern letter to the editor here where people say, you know, bankruptcy has a permanent impact and don't do this. You'll never get credit again. That is just completely false. So there are no permanent impacts, no permanent barriers that are created by filing either a bankruptcy or a proposal. And in many cases, people reestablish their credit quicker than they thought they would. So what happens when you file a consumer proposal is that there's a notation put on your credit report that you filed a consumer proposal. Doesn't mean that you're untouchable and no one will give you credit, but for a period of six years after the day you signed that proposal, or three years after you paid the proposal off, whatever is shorter, so it's never more than six years, could be as short as three years if it's just a lump sum proposal. Um, that means that if someone pulls a credit report, they're going to see a consumer proposal has been filed. Uh, what we typically see is that someone even a year after finishing a consumer proposal, and sometimes even while they're in the consumer proposal, 
they're able to get credit without an issue. They're able to get offers of credit cards, finance a vehicle, uh, even qualify for a mortgage. So the maximum impact of a consumer proposal is six years until it drops off. But sometimes it's even shorter than that, depending on the person's payment history, depending on their income, if they're able to save some money. Um, a personal bankruptcy, which is a little more severe on your credit than a consumer proposal, it actually doesn't last that much longer. So a personal bankruptcy, most bankruptcies are finished within nine months, and they're noted on a credit report for six years after that discharge. But most people, after their bankruptcy is finished, literally within a year or two, they can have rebuilt credit. So people can be qualifying for mortgages as little as two years after the bankruptcy is complete, even though the bankruptcy is noted there still for another probably four years after. Uh, what happens is you have to put yourself in a lender's shoes. If they look at someone that's just come through a bankruptcy or a proposal, they now have no debt. If they looked at that person before the bankruptcy or a proposal, they might have had tens of thousands of dollars of debt that would have to get repaid before that lender would start to get their money back. So someone having no debt is usually a better credit risk. It's also the fact that once someone's come through a formal debt proceeding, nobody takes this lightly. So it's quite likely that if somebody is coming through and, and getting credit for the first time after a bankruptcy or a proposal, they're going to take that very seriously. They're going to really value the first bank that treated them nicely after they were done at debt restructuring, and they'll be an excellent customer, maybe a customer for life at that point. So one way to look at a bankruptcy or a proposal is that it's a reset. So it allows you to establish positive credit history once again. It clicks stop on all the bad stuff, all the missed payments, maybe the defaults that you've had in the past, and it allows you to start to move forward and put really good new stories on your credit. So again, most of the time, if people are looking towards a mortgage, it's more of a calendar of two to three years. You could be considered, if you're looking at a vehicle loan release, it's a calendar of probably one to two years you could be considered. Um, and a credit card, most of the time, it's in about a year or two after a bankruptcy or a proposal. And we talked to you in the counseling sessions about how you should start to build up to that kind of baby steps, getting a secured credit card, show some good credit history, uh, really reestablishing credit. I have nobody that calls me years later saying, I still can't get any credit. Most people are very successful in reestablishing their credit quicker than they thought. Okay. And Blair talked a lot about, you know, there was a lot of information in that piece that we just talked uh, about. Sans-trustee.com is, is their website. And it's just chock-a-block full of great information, easy to understand, and it's all written out for you. So you can really see the numbers if we went through them and you're going, oh, what did he say? What did he say? Super mm -hmm. good to do that. Or if you want to go ahead and make that appointment, 1-800-661-3030 to sit down with a licensed insolvency trustee anywhere in British Columbia literally anywhere, offices all over, uh, and start that process for you. And I was wondering um, if, what are some of the key things that people need to know about getting credit, especially after a consumer proposal or personal bankruptcy? And we don't have a whole lot of time mm -hmm. for this, Blair, but I think it's important because yeah. people kind of freak out a little bit at that idea that they wouldn't have it. Yeah, we could spend an hour just talking about credit ratings in particular, but a couple things, you know, just to keep in mind is first off, the credit rating was originally designed as a measure of profitability for the banks. So it's not the case that you have, if you have great credit history, great credit score, you're in great financial shape. Um, that's not always the case. You could have a lot of debt that you'll never pay off, but you don't miss any payments. Um, conversely, you could have a bad credit score, you know, right after a bankruptcy, for example, but you're on a great platform to start to build from there. So the important thing to know is that there's two 
two credit bureaus in Canada. There's Equifax and TransUnion. I recommend that everybody check their credit at least once a year. You can do this for free. You don't have to sign up to any monthly monitoring services. You can go to their website, either get it online or through the mail. You want to make sure it's accurate, but you also want to understand no matter where your credit is now, it's temporary. People can go from a bankruptcy to mortgage in as little as two years. So you can rebuild anything that's difficult on your credit with the right right steps, the right habits. Um, You can rehabilitate a very bad credit rating very quickly. Excellent. And again, I want to mention the website. It's sands-trustee.com. The phone number is 1-800-661-3030. And uh, the opportunity to sit down with somebody and really discuss your own personal financial situation and your debt situation and see the things that you can do, the possibilities that are there. This is uh, That's the phone number and the website to check that out and to start that process. You're listening to Dollars and Cents with Blair Manton from Sands & Associates, helping you get out of debt. This segment is all about insights from BC's debt smart with heart experts. And I just love that phrasing, debt smart with a heart. And that's just such a great way to describe Sands and Associates. And I've met a bunch of people who work with Blair Mountain in, in various offices. And, and I've got to say that that's, I feel that that's so true. I've just felt a real authenticness, a level of care and sincerity that these people have in, in giving folks a hand when it comes to debt. So one, you're not alone in facing a debt problem. Uh, the, uh, the debt smart with heart team want you to know that overwhelming debt can cause strains far beyond bank account balances. They can impact your mental and physical health relationships. And Blair's going, to, Blair, who leads this team of professionals is going to talk about this debt smart with heart approach. So Blair, let's pretend that nobody has ever heard of Sands and Associates before. Can you introduce us to Sands and Associates and tell us uh, what you do. Yeah, well, Sands & Associates, it's BC's largest firm of licensed insolvency trustees. I know that's a mouthful, but it's really a team of professional debt help experts that focus exclusively on helping support consumers and small businesses solve their financial problems. We've been around since 1990, and we've helped literally tens of thousands of BC residents get a financial fresh start and move forward with their lives and do it without debt. Um, What a licensed insolvency trustee is, is the the person you should call when you need a plan to deal with your debt. So we're qualified professionals. We provide free advice on how to deal with debt problems. And we're the only federally regulated professionals who can offer services to help you resolve virtually any type of debt. So LITs have the authority to help both individuals and businesses with legal debt solutions, anything from a consumer proposal to a personal bankruptcy or even just some informal advice. And our team consists of trustees, of very qualified estate managers, as well as qualified insolvency counselors. Uh, Many of our staff have been with us for more than 20 years, some of them almost from the beginning of, of the firm in 1990. And we all firmly believe that money problems can happen to anybody at any time. We're not here to judge, we're here to support and help. So we always say, well, what type of a support would we offer to a close family member? How would we want them to feel if they were going through a tough time? 
that's the support that we try to provide to each of our clients. We're here to help people shelter from the storm, often meeting people in one of the most difficult parts of their lives and giving them hope, giving them a plan for tomorrow, um, not making them feel worse about their situation because most people are very, very down on themselves when they find themselves in debt. It's all about giving hopeful solutions and a plan for the future. What kind of reassurance do you offer to someone who, who's struggling with a debt problem, Blair? Well, the first thing is that there is a solution. So even if things seem hopeless, uh, most people are completely amazed to learn about the remedies that are out there and how they can apply to their situation. And what really concerns me is sometimes people wait, often years, sometimes as much as two years or more, before they reach out for help and they feel trapped and they, they feel helpless. A lot of the times the reason people wait is because they thought there was no solution or they thought their solution wasn't bad enough to ask for help and they just continue to suffer. And sometimes they just didn't know where to reach out. So as, as much as you know, we do this show, we try to advertise as much as we can, there's still a lot of people that just really have no idea that a trustee even exists um, and how a trustee can, can help them. Uh, one of my colleagues, my, my fellow associate Raj Hara, um, he expressed, I think, something pretty well here. He said, you don't have control of what happened in the past. But when he works with clients, he says, let's try to understand together where you are today so that you can move forward. So a trustee is your best ally when you're dealing with your debt and you have the right to ask for a free consultation to get answers and get support. Your situation doesn't have to be completely dire. You don't have to have missed a single payment or you might have missed a year's worth of payment. That really doesn't matter. You have the right to get confidential advice. And I think it's good for people to know that you're not alone. There's a lot of folks that are reaching out to trustees for help. Um, in 2019, prior to the COVID pandemic, out of every 1,000 Canadians, it was just under five of them in a given year would be filing either a consumer proposal or a personal bankruptcy. And the statistics are a little bit delayed, so we'll know this year's rate in a few years from now. But I can tell you that trustees have never been busier. There's a lot of folks that are really dealing with the impacts of COVID, impact of inflation, of, of higher cost of living and interest rates. So if you find yourself suffering, uh, if you don't know what to do, you feel your debt's getting out of control, a trustee is the best person you can reach out to to make that plan for the future. If you already know that you're in this situation and you want some help and want some advice and want to sit down with somebody to discuss your current situation and how to fix it and how to move on and how to resolve your debt problems, 1-800-661-3030 is the phone number for Sands & Associates. And they have offices all over British Columbia. And you can also go through their website, sands-trustee.com. I, I, one of the things that I find very comforting uh, when we talk about these things, Blair, is that you've said before you can do all the right things and mm -hmm. folks do i mean coming from the place that we believe all people are you know pretty good for the most part and they're just trying to do their best here but they still find themselves overwhelmed by debt and struggling to manage and, and that's often through no um through nothing that they have actually done but they've been well a victim of circumstances that they literally mm -hmm. had no control over yeah, most people are doing just fine and then suddenly there's an external shock to their system. Um, and with a lot of folks, yeah, we should have six to 12 months of emergency fund for expenses stashed away. And maybe that would help in some situations and other situations it wouldn't. But a lot of folks are just living paycheck to paycheck on a real knife's edge. And four of the most common five reasons why people reach out to a trustee are for matters outside of their control. So it's things like their cost of living escalated too high and their income just couldn't keep pace. And I think everyone is 
feeling that these days in a high inflation environment. Um, they suffered an illness, an injury, or a health-related problem that might have interrupted their income and maybe even removed their ability to earn income, but the debt still needed to be paid. Uh, they might be going through a marital or relationship breakdown, uh, or they might have a job-related or a job loss issue, maybe fewer hours at work, or maybe the job just went away altogether, uh, or they were forced to lock down for weeks or months on end. So a lot of those things, there's nothing an individual could have done uh, to make that not happen, but they do have to deal with the financial impact of that. And one of my colleagues, Darlene, Darlene Mullen, who's a very experienced estate manager, uh, what she said about her job is, you know, renewing hope for people that there is financial relief and a way forward is one of the most important aspects of our, of our job. And I, I believe that as well. And it's hard though, right? To give advice, what kind of advice you would give somebody who's, who's sitting here listening, going, I know I have a problem, but I just, oh, I've never had to ask for help before and, and I don't know what to do. Yeah, you know, one thing to, to keep in mind is that a debt problem will almost never go away on its own. So if you're planning on, okay, I'm just going to ignore the problem, it's just going to get worse. So the best thing is just to ask for help right away. And we often say, if you think you have a debt problem, you're almost certainly right. Uh, what we want you to know at Sands & Associates uh, is in the space of a one-hour consultation, most people are very surprised about what they learn and they leave feeling more optimistic than they have in years. I've had people say, you know, I felt like I was walking on air even just after that first meeting because I had hope again. Um, one of our clients uh, really summarized, said, you know, now that I know, I'm not so scared about the debt anymore. Knowing is not owing. And that's so powerful, right? Once you understand uh, what the rules of the game are, what the remedies exist, we're able to share all of that with people that reach out to us. And what we want people to know is that Sands & Associates is a safe space for debt help without judgment. We focus on support. We focus on solutions. Whatever the circumstances were that brought you to this point, we need to understand it, but we're not going to dwell there. What we want to do is focus on how do you move forward? How do you get that fresh start? And how do you really start to get your life back and not feel like a slave to the credit card bill every month? And to quote that wonderful client of yours that came up with the saying, debt smart with heart, uh, this is the way to move forward with a plan with Sands & Associates. And you can get started easily with that first free confidential debt consultation. This is the phone number, 1-800-661-3030. Of course, it's toll-free. Or you can visit the website as well, sands-trustee.com. And uh, lots of information there, as well as you can get your appointment. You've been listening to Dollars and Cents. See you next time. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.